Disclaimer. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the Bogside and Brandywell Health Forum. That's the way I look at it. I see the ability in people and not their disability. You know, I, I don't, I, I look past it, you know, because, you know, we're all, everybody has ability and it's just, it needs to be nurtured. Um, welcome to this episode of Community Soapbox. Today we have with us the co-founder of Ruby's Fitness, Sinead Lynch. Sinead, would you like to introduce yourself and just tell us a wee bit about what you do? Um, hello, thank you for having me here. Um, I'm Sinead and I'm uh, the owner of Ruby's Fitness here in Derry. Um, and what we do is we um, provide fitness and wellness programmes to people with disabilities both intellectual and physical. Um, so we offer personal training services. We do one-to-ones. We do small group training. And we also go into uh, community groups as well and provide exercise and wellness to them as well. So we range, we take people from babies right up to elderly. Very good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> uh, and that must be really rewarding work that it they're is. doing there. Aye. Uh, so I've seen like some of the stuff that I suppose would be highly publicised would have been you had a fellow there run through the triad trail that's done by the the health form. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk us a wee bit about that journey and, and how that felt from beginning to end? I um, it's great. We've actually put two people through it now at this stage. Uh, so we had um, Jill McKellen. She's um, she did it the first year, and then Benjamin Thompson did it last year. So. Both of those people have Down syndrome um, and we've been training them um, in the gym for a long time and I just wanted to give them something, a goal, a really good goal to work towards, you know, and um, to show them that the, and other people that anything's possible. <coughs> so it was an amazing experience. Um, they were excited for it and we we did a lot of training um, inside the gym and outside, you know, so we did... Uh, Obviously, the running part. Um, they're both great swimmers, anyway, so they w- they would do that separate to us, um, and then the cycling as well. So, uh, it was amazing, you know, because um, they really, really took it on board and and really, really wanted it, and just the build up for it um, was great. And then on the day, you know, to see them doing it was just, it was, I'd say, it was probably one of the best moments of my whole career as a fitness instructor, you know, so, um, because, you know, they, in the ways they knew, they, they understood what was happening, but at mm. the same time, you know, they just got on with it, they uh. just did it, you know, that kind of way, um, and the support they had there, and even just for their family and parents and stuff, to see them achieve that, you know, so, to me, it was massive, because, you know, a lot of my work, um, I just want to show what's possible, you know, because I think a lot of the times it's society that put up barriers for people with a disability mm. um, and automatically th- think that, you know, they can't do things where my attitude and Bruno's attitude is let's try it, anything's possible. And they did it and they uh. smashed it, you know what I mean? They really did. They put on the effort the whole year and, um, you know, Jill... 
Jill, one of her her difficult part of the triathlon, which I think everybody has one element of it that's kind of hard. You know, um, hers was probably the cycling part, but we just adapted that, and she did it on a stationary bike. Very good. And then Benjamin, um, he he did part of his cycle on his tandem with his father. Oh, lovely! Which was lovely, uh-huh. and then he got his confidence, and halfway through, he switched to his own bike. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> so it was great. Yeah. So he could like the two of them, as I say, you know, like anybody can on for it. You know, you hear people saying, oh, "I can't swim, I can't do that." So, mm. what what we we played on their strengths, and then anything that they were finding difficult, we just found an alternative, and they they did it. You know. Uh-huh. That's so amazing. It was amazing. It was just one of the best. The two of them just it was great. Like <laughs> I was there at the funny scene when Jill came through. Um, I remember the crowd oh like, just went bananas. And it was uh, it was so heartwarming. Just they watched that moment. Yeah. But I mean, how did that feel for you? Oh, do you know what? I think I cried the whole way up, <laughs> up to the finish line. Do you know what I mean? Because um, Jill, Jill, I think even the whole way around the course didn't realize. The, the the how big the challenge she was taking on, you know what I mean? She just she just got on with it. Um and that's Jill's personality. It's just like, right, you tell me to do it and I'll do it, you know, that kind of way. And I was coming up to the finish line and I think it was then she started to realise like this is there's a big crowd there and stuff, you know. So oh just to see her going through that finish line and the crowd there, the supporter was just as I said, I think that was one of the best moments of my entire time training people do you know what I mean because I was so proud of her so so proud of her and just to for people to see that that so possible Mm. you know what I mean she did it she did it with everybody else there and I think I cried and cried you know that sort of way and hugged her and hugged her mama you know but Jill Jill just took it in her stride she just took it in her stride and that's just Jill do you know what I mean she just taught me so much that she ta- teaches me stuff every day, but that just taught me that, you know, there was no nerves or anything mm-hmm. like that. She just got on with it, and the wee smile on her face was priceless, you know. I suppose that, that was a good indicator that the barriers are man-made as well. I mean, they are. This isn't something that's, yeah. that's, that's actually a problem. It's it's just something that's perceived as a problem. And yeah, all oh, it um, And that's what your work's all about, is just breaking that down. Aye, it is. You know, uh, like... And it's it's probably, I don't think it's people's fault, but it's just that's the way people think. You mm. know, they see a disability and they think, oh, no, they couldn't do that, you mm. know, or, um, you know, not even try. But I just, my attitude is let's try it or mm. change it the way that they can, you know, not, not change. They don't need to change, but change, you know, for them to be able to cope with it. Mm. Um, and that just proved to me that anything is possible, and that's what we carry throughout our whole work. You know, no matter what we do, no matter who it is, I don't see the disability. You know, I see them as a person and their potential, and try stuff. And mm. if it doesn't work, we try something different. And I've seen great, amazing um, achievements. You know, and it, it doesn't have to be as big as a triathlon. You know. Somebody else's big achievement could be just being able to stand up from a chair, sit down. It doesn't matter. That's still a massive achievement to them, and we celebrate them all. Mm. You know, so it's oh, it's just it's just great. You know, it's all relative, I suppose. Then, um, just on the, the the chat of trying stuff, there yeah. uh, <coughs> you tried venturing into the the modern world, the modern 
world of technology. Oh, and don't talk. <laughs> don't <laughs> mention got, it. You created an app Aye. as well. So do you yeah. want to talk, talk a bit about how that came about? Oh, super. So um, we when we started doing our work here in the area with um, disability groups and stuff, we realised that... There's nobody else does this type of work, mm. really. Um, and the demand for it is so high, you know. Um, and, you know, we quickly realised that I would love this to be available for anybody, anywhere, you know. Um, and as a parent with a child with a disability, I know what it's like to be kind of isolated and not have facilities that you can use to, to help... Um, your child reach their full potential, you know. So we came up, we we um, went on for the co-founders, um, Catalyst co-founders. Uh, it's like a, you know, they help people with business ideas to, mm. to bring them to life. Um, and at the start, like, I was, like, going, what are we doing? I was kind of a bit reluctant, you know, but right. everybody we met really loved our idea. Um, and you go through a process of teasing it out and everything, and went through the process and at the end you could receive a £10,000 funding to develop your idea. So um, me being me, it was like, oh God, what are we doing on this? You know, but as it went on, I realised it was something, you know, so right. we were up awarded the £10,000 to develop the app. You had to do something. Had then. to do something <laughs> then and that's when the panic started. <laughs> I know exercise and yeah. I know how to deal with people, but technology, no, I haven't a clue. <laughs> But it came about, you were able to do that. Did you get support then in developing the app? Uh, we did to a certain degree. Um, it was ki- it's kind of a hard one because um, there's loads of fitness apps out there and that's not what we wanted. We mm. wanted something that was individual, that was specialised for people with disabilities. So even the way the, work a- a- the app worked, um, like I'm able to instruct exercises, adapt them, no problem, but it was the actual working of the app that's difficult, you know, so it's been a slow process. Um, we, we we tried different avenues and stuff like that. Um, we got more funding from the lab fund as well here Very in Derry, good. which was amazing because they helped us with um, some f- money and then their office space and stuff like that, you know, so at the moment the app is... Um, it's not it's not fully developed yet, um, because just it's a lot of work and just trying to find the right person to develop it for us is mm. really you know, um, and we're just so busy on the ground here myself and Bruna, um, hands on work. So at the moment, that's just um, pause. It's not fully developed, Very but good. it's something that we would love. <laughs> we would love people just to be able to access, especially people say in rural areas yeah. where, you know, they they don't have the the the, the Grips here we have in dairy, or being able to walk on the gym and stuff like that, you know, and that can be very, um, it can hold people back, the actual person mm-hmm. with a disability, but also their parents and carers as well, because they, oh, you know, anybody that's a parent of a child with a disability just wants to help them. So we would love to get it off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else do the tech part, though, not me. It's a nice, a nice wee headache they have. Uh, exactly, it's a big headache, but sure, we'll see. <laughs> Right, um, Sinead, talk us through a day over on Ruby's Fitness. Like, what what way does that work? How how does the day work? Who comes on? Where where do you do it? What what happens through that day? Okay, um, well, every day is different, which is okay. uh, 
Which is actually great. Do you know what I mean? It's it's every day is really really fun. Um, we have days say days we get to have people where we're doing one day ones in the gym. Um, we use uh, the gym in McGee University. They very kindly let us use on there, which is great. Um, and we use there because it's a smaller gym and it's nice and quiet, and that really suits us because you know some people with a disability would find a very big commercial gym. Um, overstimulating and mm-hmm. stuff and you know could put them off so we would have people come in um everybody it's like anybody coming in for personal training we the the program that they do is for them it's and it's it's all you know specialized for that person so um they might have a goal that they're working on some people are working on just strength and fitness it could be balance it could be um a lot of the time it's social as well. Mm. You know, we don't realise that. But, you know, even for the likes of myself and yourself, anybody going to the gym, it's nice, you know, to be in a social element of it. But for, for someone with a disability, this this is really important, that there's someone there um, chatting to them, having a bit of crack, but also encouraging them and, and giving them, what would you say, like... Uh, <sighs> Just showing them that they can achieve anything. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Boosting their self-esteem is probably yeah. the one big thing that I would always look for. You know, so that would be an hour. Each each person would get an hour, and one to one with either myself or Bruna. Um, we also go on to disability groups. Um, we go on to Destined, um, Praxis, the Foil Down Syndrome Trust, different different ones like that. And again, every group is different. So we would do different programs like we could be doing we've done a couch to 2k here with Destin in Derry yeah and in Feeney so that was brilliant that was great because a lot of them had never ran before you know so and again thought they couldn't you know what I mean they never would have attempted it so we trained for that and everything and then had a big day there we did the 2k and everything and it was brilliant you know so that's one of the programs we do um praxis and things like that we would have them over maybe in St. Columns Park doing mindful walks or exercise outside or inside. And then three of the groups, they would come actually up under the gym and McGee too as a group. Very good. Uh, which has worked out amazing because a lot of them have never been on a gym before. Yeah. Um, and like you would have people right up under their 80s coming on there, you know, um, all different types of um, mobility issues, sensory issues. But we, again... Me and Bruna work really well together, so she would do a lot more of the sensory side of it, and I would do a lot of the instruction and the exercises, you know. So, like, it's amazing to see the difference when they come in. You know, when they come in, some have never stepped inside a gym, and now the groups are all on treadmills, rowers, cross trainers, lifting weights, um, and they absolutely love it. Do you know what I mean? So every day is either a mixture of groups or individuals. You know, I'd say with you know, any walks of life, there's always some characters. <laughs> about, I would imagine there's a few characters. Oh, uh, do you know what the <laughs> crack? I, I, I think, and I think people don't realise it. Like they're coming to me for a service, but I get so much out of it. Uh, them, do you know uh, what I mean? I I go home every day. My heart is bursting, like because they're just. They're just. Uh, it's just that the what you get back is unreal. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um. There's no ego. There's no ego anywhere. Um, and 
you know that you're helping them, but they're really helping me as well. Mm. You know, it, it, it makes such a difference in my life, you know. So, but the crack, the cracks, every day is different. <laughs> like, it's just really good fun. You know, you don't know what you're going to end up doing or, or talking about, but yeah. it's always brilliant. I don't think I've ever had a bad day in work. <laughs> That's <laughs> a lovely thing to say. Uh, a, a lovely position to be in. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Um, What about, like, going publicising the stuff that you're doing? Yeah. I've seen yourself and Bruna popped up on the radio, things like that, newspapers. Yeah. Um, how do you feel doing all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Um, before COVID, if you had a told me to go on the radio or on a camera, I would have went no way. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, but COVID kind of fixed that because we had to do a lot of Zoom classes, you know, online, which were really um, essential for, p- for our groups and stuff because it kept them connected, you know, but... We're all right. We're a bit, we're a bit mad together, myself. <laughs> you don't know what we're going to come out with, you know, like in a way. But it's good fun. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's good fun the two of us. So, um, I don't uh, like. I don't mind doing it now. You know, um, it's good to get it out there and for people to hear. And uh, there's always somebody comes back and goes, "Oh my God, I didn't know what you've done." You know, and that's great because there's people there badly needing services. You know, and mm. when they hear it, they, they it just gives them a bit of a hope that they can they can do something. You know. I think it's so important that it is publicised, so I'm, I'm glad you and Bruno are putting it out there. I mean, even some of the stuff you said in the beginning about how you're trying to change that view. Yeah. It's not that they can't do it. It's yeah. just they need to be shown that, that's that it. it can be done. And yeah. that, I mean, that's that's what we're seeing when it's publicised. Yeah. Um, it's really heartwarming. What, what's, in the, what's in the future at the minute for... Ruby's fitness. Um, well, I c- keep going the way we're going. Um, we're really, really busy. Um, my dream, um, would be to have my own gym. Lovely. Um, for people, just people with disability, mm. just really, really specialised. Um, have everything in it. You know, you have to take into consideration a lot of things for a gym. You know, and I would love somewhere where. It's just for people with disability and all the considerations like sensory issues, um, you know, everything taken into consideration. And also then any employees we have would all have a disability. Oh, lovely. Uh, yeah. That's my dream. That's yeah. my dream here, you know, but um, see how that goes. How do you make that dream a reality then? <laughs> we need a bit of funding. <laughs> <laughs> money. We do. Money, money, money. I know that's, at, I know that's at the bottom line, you know, yeah. but that would be my dream that we can really... Um, you know, put different rooms under it that cater for different people. Like fitness isn't just all about gym equipment. Do mm. us gym uh, fitness and well-being. We're about well-being as well. Like Bruna does baby massage for you know. I do um, baby swimming lessons, aqua aerobics, and stuff like that. And I'm not looking for a pool, but yeah. <laughs> you know that's the things we, we as do. Well dream <laughs> <bikes> <laughs> I know exactly. We as well, well, if we can get that a ticket. But, um, you know, we do, like, play, messy play. Like, people don't realise that that's, that's part of it as well. You know, sensory rooms. So it's not just, a, it wouldn't be just a gym gym. It would be those kind of areas that mm. we can do as well. Um, and just even a hangout place for people to come in. And, you know, um, I would love to bring in more nutrition advice for them as well. You know, um, just an all-round well-being kind of gym area. That, I, I, that would be our dream, really, that I can... It's just specialised for, for people that we work with, you know, so we'll see. That's lovely. Uh, it'll be a dream come true. Uh, so, Sinead, in, in your line of work, I mean, how, how do you become <coughs> qu- 
qualified for that that type of work? What what would you say it sort of drove you into that that kind of work? Well, I've um, I did my degree in sport and leisure management many years ago. We'll not go into that, but <laughs> a long time ago. Um, and then I went. To, I've always been involved in sport and fitness. Always myself, you know, and loved it. And then I did my degree in sport and leisure management. And then. Um, I went on and did my personal training qualifications and specialised in um, weight management and stuff like that. But then, um, so I've been personal training for over 20 years in Wicklow, Dublin, and here as well in Derry. Um, and then I had um, my daughter, um, Ruby. Ruby was born in 2011, and she was born with Down syndrome. Um, and... As a parent um, with a child with additional needs, you have a lot of um, a lot of extra kind of care that you have to give and stuff, and a lot of that was physical as well. You know, to try and like what we would take for granted would be like sitting up, mm. walking, you know, anything like that. There, and I had to do a lot of extra work with with her for that, um, which I loved, but. Um, Part of the reason too I was saying about you know people in rural areas we lived in the country in Wicklow and for any services that I had I had to go about an hour's drive for anything you know so thankfully with my background with exercise I was able to understand and maybe try and help to get her you know strengthen her wee legs and her Mm -hmm. core and stuff like that I could help her but there's a lot of people out there wouldn't have that knowledge you know so anyway I um was personal training here in Derry and um, unfortunately Ruby passed away um, five years ago, very suddenly, um, at the age of seven, um, which was devastating for us all, you know, but um, I obviously wasn't working then and not long, about a year later, I know Bruna from years ago, Mm -hmm. but also she was working in the Foil Down Syndrome Trust um, when Ruby was there and she cared for her. So Ruby then, um, or uh, Bruna then approached me. She had done her her degree in sport and she had an idea of combining fitness and people with disability. So she approached me and asked me to do it, you know. So I wasn't on the right headspace at the time, you know, um, but I slowly decided we'd we'd try it and it's just started from there. Um, And... You know, I was trying to do general pub, general PT and at the time as well as this, but we realised very quickly that I couldn't do both. Mm-hmm. You know, with so many, uh, so much interest and everything. So that's why, you know, this is why it all, where it all started. Mm. You know, um, lost my train of thought. Yeah, fine. So I mean, this was driven by a personal experience, which then allowed you to have the passion that <coughs> you do, which has yeah. created. A, wonderful organization that does amazing things yeah and bruna similarly would have had like the qualification and the background to go and be yeah. working with people with additional needs and i it's i mean it's amazing I what these are doing it's brilliant you know and you know uh, like it is all driven by having ruby in my life you know um and i always say this about her you know she taught me more than anybody that I could have taught her, I mean, you know what I mean? She really, really did. She was only seven when she died, and for all the time that I had her, she showed me 
she just taught me so much, you know, and this is this is why I'm doing what I'm doing now. And you know, out of a really horrible, horrible situation, this is kind of a wee bit of light that I have that that I can go on and help other people with disabilities and their parents and carers because I've been there. I know what it's like. Um and that's why I have such belief in people because you know, I know from she was a young age, you know, just people would assume things about her, mm. you know what I mean? And I I don't like that, you know what mm. I mean? I think we, you should never assume about people. And she had all the same needs and wants and desires that we have. Um, everybody deserves um, the same love. They deserve to have, like, really good self-esteem. They deserve, you know, someone to champion them and, and drive them on and... They feel that they can reach goals. That's what I'm saying. Our goals doesn't have to be big. Like Ruby, it took a long time to walk, you know, and, you know, even just to take a couple of steps, that was massive. I, I know what it's like personally to see your child mm-hmm. just do that after waiting for so long. So for me, when I'm working with people, it's it's just about saying to them, right, let's pick a goal, whatever it is, and go for it. And to show their parents and cares, to give them hope as well and... Just show people what 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 can be done, you know. Um, I just know what it's like as a parent, and as I say, that Ruby's just she just shines through it the whole time, you know. So you're, you're the perfect person for the role you're on, Sinead. I just want to commend you on the direction that you took because the, there's two ways you could have went there, mm-hmm. and it's powerful, absolutely powerful the direction you went. Thank you. And what you've done with it, and yeah. what you're doing now for so many people. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin, and I think that's you know we Ruby pushing me the whole time, you know that sort of way. And um, yeah, as I said, it's not been easy, but this, as I said there a while ago, you know, I'm giving people, you know, helping people, but what I get back from people is unreal, you know. And I always say I wish the world was full of wee Rubies and people yeah. like her, you know. And I I get to spend my days with people that. I just love spending time with, you know, so th- they give me as much as I give them, if not more. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Sinead, we try and get a quote on the topic that we're doing Yeah. Um, that day. Is there any sort of quote that comes to mind with regards to what you do? Maybe just sticks out. I suppose one that I always think is ability, not disability. Mm. You know, um, it might be one that's used a lot, but... That's the way I look at it. I see the ability in people, and not their disability. Mm. You know, I, I don't. I, I look past it. You know, because you know we're all. Everybody has ability, and it's just it needs to be nurtured, mm. um, and with the right care. And I think anything's possible. That, that would be kind of one that would come to mind. You know. That's lovely. Uh, so it just leaves me then. Yeah. So they say. Thank you very much for coming on Thank today. You. Thanks very much for speaking on Community Soapbox and have a great day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Community Soapbox, a podcast discussing all things health and well-being in the community. Make sure you subscribe to catch new episodes as they're made. For more information on projects at the Bogside and Bandable Health Forum, visit us at www.bbhealthforum.org.